title of you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. How many believe this morning it's only by grace? Amen. Amen. The devil would have long finished with us. But grace said no. Hallelujah. God is a gracious God. Amen. Amen. Uh, just take a seat. He's going to sing a nice song. You know you've got that husky voice. <laughs> How many have ever heard Brother Malulega sing? Amen. No, you can sing, Elder. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I would like to greet everyone this morning. It's a wonderful name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I really feel it's a privilege to be with this morning with the children of God. Amen. Experience a new atmosphere and a new relationship. Praise the Lord. Amen. I would wish I wasn't prepared to sing this morning. But uh, I would ask my precious brother. Hallelujah. I would like it. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. just wanted to make sure that he gets briefed. What is the name? Hallelujah. Worthy the Lamb 
Lord, you praise him. Praise him. Praise the Lamb that was Amen. Amen. We thank the Lord. And these people have uh, been around for a long time. Uh, are you 92 this year, Brother Oleg? Amen. How many years now? 92. Are you 92 now? Age. Oh, 85. And you still love the Lord. How many years have you been in the message? Forty years. Sister Maria, how many years have you been in the message? Just between them, we've got seventy-six years. And you agree, it gets sweeter every day. Amen. Young ones, look at the elderly ones. They've been with this message many years. And it gets better every day. Uh, When we see them with the gray hairs, which is a sign of wisdom, it tells us that we must never leave this faith that was once delivered to the saints. Amen. God bless you richly. You can stand up as we read the weighty together. We'll read from John chapter 1 from verse 1 to verse 4. So, verse 4. It reads in this manner, he found. He found you, let me know. Amen. It reads in this manner. In the beginning was the weight. And the weight was with God. And the weight was God. Amen. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. If we jump to verse 14, it really says here, And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Ulizu waba inyama waka pangati kwetu. Sabona ingazimulo yake, ingazimulo njengo yoselu yedwa kuyise etwele umusa nikilisu. As we pray, most gracious heavenly father, 
We have read the scripture here. You wrote this scripture many years ago. And I believe that as you wrote this scripture using St. John, even today, even John is not here, but the one that wrote it is here. And that is why we expect you to come and divinely reveal yourself through this scripture so that every man and woman can raise their hands and say, I've heard, but now I see. Amen. And this morning, if there are those that are sick and afflicted in the building, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I declare their healing, Father. Amen. As we commit to this service to you, including ourselves as we stand here on the podium, we expect to be under the guidance and operation of the Holy Spirit, Amen. that whatever is going to be spoken here, let it not be a product of a man. Amen. Let it not be a product of our intellectuality, Amen. but let it be a product of the word. Because if it is the product of the weight, it will bring life. As I commit this service to you, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, amen. amen. While you take your seats, amen. It's wonderful to see Brother Tau. It's a younger brother to Brother Bazi, you know him. Amen. God bless you, my brother. It's great to see all of you as well. Amen. Now, just for a couple of minutes, we want to speak on from the written weight to the revealed weight. Amen. Amen. Uh, the written weight to the revealed weight. Amen. How, how many believe that we we are just about to go home? Uh, countdown has begun. Uh, I still believe in the rapture. And I believe that uh, the rapture will happen at any time. Amen. You know, uh, as we, the prophet, uh, I loved it when he was praying in this message, Shalom. Paragraph 23. Paragraph 23. He says, We have assembled here, no, Lord, not for some great glory or to be known as leaders or some official of something great. We are just here as humble believers. We are here because we love you and we love one another. How many agree that we are here because we love him and we love one another? And as we see each other and as we congregate together, we find that it seems to be more of God 
gathers together as each believer assembles himself in one certain place. And Jesus said, if you'll do this in my name, then I will be in your midst. We know that you are here. I don't know how many believe that he's here. You know, when you are in his presence, you've got to lose your self-consciousness and concentrate on him. Amen. If you concentrate on him, then you walk away as a beneficiary of his blessings. Amen. I like it. It says, in the beginning was the weight. And the weight was with God and the weight was God. This is the time, this is before there was the written weight. Hallelujah. Before the written weight, there was the living weight. And I'm going to use those things interchangeably. Now the same was in the beginning with God. And all things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. Now John traces that weight and says the same weight was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. The glory as of, of the only begotten of the Father. Now let's put it this way. Had there been no living weight there would have been no revealed way. And had there been no revealed way, there would have been no written way. I'll repeat so that it can sink in. Had there been no living way, there would have been no revealed way. And had there been no revealed way, there would have been no written way. Do you believe this morning that you are part of that way? The prophet tells me that the bride has got, the logos has got a part and that part is the bride. So if we speak and try to convince you with the written word, you would never you would never be convinced unless you were part of the living word. And if you were part of the living word, then you will be part of the revealed way. And if you were part of the revealed way, the written weight will not stumble you. But I want you to get the sequence backwards. A written weight comes from the revealed weight and the revealed weight comes from the living weight. It can never be written unless it was there. 
hope we are together here. And if it is revealed, it must come from the, the living way. And if it is written, God will reveal it. I hope we are together. If it is not written, then it cannot be revealed. And if it is not revealed, then it is not living. It is critical that it must be written. I hope we are together here. Because when Jesus met a, a, met a, a Satan or a Satan tempted Jesus, the only weapon that the, 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 the Jesus had against the devil, he was just saying, it is written. It is written. And it is written, defeated the devil. I hope we are together. And, and here's, the, here's the, one of the principles that you will understand as we go along. The truth it tells the truth about the truth. Hallelujah. And error tells lies about the truth. Hallelujah. As they often say, if you tell one lie, you've got to tell a thousand to cover up the first one. But the truth is consistent. If it starts being the truth, it will remain being the truth. I hope we are together here. But however, it does not mean that if you've got the written way, it doesn't mean that it will be revealed to you. The Pharisees knew the written word back to back. They could open the scrolls and read about prophecies and see things written there. But when those things were that were written became the living word, the people that were knowledgeable about the written word then they crucified to the living word. I hope we are together here. The Samaritan woman knew nothing about the written word. But when, when, the, when the written word became the living word, she embraced the living word. And I, I think that is the greatest part, my brother. The, 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 and, and I will get into that. Hallelujah. Let me just read this one. In the message the blasphemous names. Paragraph 143. It says, and the biggest part of our faith is mental faith. By hearing the word, it brings us to a mental recognition of God. But if this coming from above, if it ever strikes this, there is a spiritual, uh, the God spiritual faith. Hallelujah. Then what does that faith do? That faith recognizes only the weight. No matter what anything says, it only recognizes the weight. Because in the beginning was the weight. And the weight was with God. And the weight was God. And the weight is still God. 
And the weight was made flesh and dwelt among us. And when the weight itself is pouring into your faith, our mental faith becomes a spiritual revelation. But it must not just no, it must not just remain as a mental faith. It must evolve from mental faith to a spiritual revelation. And, and it says, upon this foundation I will build my church. Not, not upon a mental conception of church joining. Or a mental conception of that. But upon the revelation, when, the, when them streams of grace have poured into that mental faith that you've got, then upon this a spiritual revelation, I will build my church and the gates of hell can never prevail against it. That shows the would be against it. But it will never prevail. What a glorious thing. I hope we are together here. When the, first, when the church was inaugurated and after Peter received the revelation of who he is and said, Thou art Christ, the Son of the living God. Then Jesus said, Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, Peter. But my Father has revealed this to you. Upon this rock, upon this revelation, and I hope today will stay, you'll stay with me, upon the revelation of who he is, the church shall be built upon that. Not, the, not upon the revelation of a group or of a movement, but upon a revelation of who he is. And the members of that church, the way they will come, they will come through that channel of revelation where they will know who he is. And actually, I can say it this morning, unless you know him the way Peter has known him, then you have got no part with him. I've, I've seen people can read about him. People can sing about him. People can read about him. But still have no idea as to who he is. And that's why today you see inconsistency in the lives of the people who claim to be Christians because many of them they knew the group. Many of them they knew the pastor. Many of them they just read about the Bible. But let me tell you something. Christianity is not based on hearsay. Christianity is based on a personal experience. There must come a point where individually you say what, what that man speaks about I've experienced that. Then we'll say it's no longer a 
hearsay. I hope you remain with me here. In the message, Shalom, he says, paragraph 143, paragraph 143, how would you know what's right? The manifestation of the spoken word of God being made manifest. And when the spoken word of God is made manifest, it becomes the light of the hour. Hallelujah. Stay with me here. There is what we there is what the evidence of the of having the Holy Spirit is. Uh, the evidence of having the Holy Spirit is not just a, a, a shouting in chairs. That can be impersonated. It's not just speaking in tongues. That can be impersonated. But I can tell you there is one thing that the devil shall never impersonate. It is the literal life of Jesus Christ in the believer. The devil shall never impersonate that. And today I can tell you the only way that the literal life of Jesus Christ can be embodied in a human being. They must recognize and not only recognize but accept the revealed weight of their hour. I can tell you my brother I will stay this on this one for a while. When Moses says a God will rise up a prophet like unto me for 4,000 years it never caused any problems. For 4,000 years there was no conflict over it. But when that was written became revealed when when that was written became a living scripture then it brought confusion in then it brought conflict I want to say to you Malachi 4 has been there for 2000 years Luke chapter 17 verse 30 has been there for 2000 it never caused any conflict it never caused any church but when what was written became something that was living then it brought conflict amongst the people you know why it brings conflict it's because the table is satisfied with the written way but he hates the revealed way the table is happy with the Bible he can print the Bible but when this Bible becomes on two feet it grabs the table man and the message of the hour is here to take the written way and make it to be the revealed way this morning I'm not just a church member I am a written way that has become a living word and that dress the table man that be a church member find a scripture and say this scripture speaks about me they went to John and they asked him who are you he knew who he was and the voice of the one crying out in the wilderness this morning they can ask you why who are you why are you wearing wrong dresses no there is a higher identity and wearing wrong dresses what is that higher identity we are the bride in this hour and what made us to be that we are accepted the revealed
here together here. The devil hates the revealed way. Let me say this to you. If you become a church member, you become the best friend to the devil. The devil loves church members. But he hates it. When a church member begins to realize I'm not just a church member. There is a higher identity in the revealed word of the hour. And when that believer embraces the revealed way and it becomes a living way let me tell you something. Things will go wrong. Because you have become an enemy to the devil. Are you here this morning? If you are not a friend of the devil, the devil will fight you. If the devil is not after you, he is in you. A kingdom can never fight itself. Let me tell you, it's an honor to be against the devil. It's an honor to be an enemy to the devil. But how do you become an enemy? Not just by singing. Not just by coming to church. But when you look at the weight and say in the beginning was the weight and the weight was with God and the weight was called and the weight became flesh. Where my brother no longer in Jesus but in you when you become the enemy of the tyrant but he has something beautiful the way will defeat the tyrant anywhere anytime under any condition this makes you feel good the way today you are the way made flesh and the way which is you will defeat the tyrant anywhere anytime under any condition what condition are you in don't forget who you are you are the way the bride the bride can only be married to the way you are the way you are the manifested word for the hour and the devil will never stop you amen amen and folks we are not just preaching about this this word has got power you know during the week we had part of figure. Brother Matabi knows. My daughter was very sick. Very sick. Temperature was above 40 degrees. My wife rushed my daughter to a pediatrician. And the pediatrician checked the baby. And said, we need to admit this baby. And my wife phoned me. And said, they are admitting her. Something in me. And say, but no. Hallelujah, no. And they were already having, uh, getting authorization for the medical aid. I said no. But I phoned Brother Matavi. He's a doctor. He's obligated to advise as a doctor. Yeah, said, no, let, the, let them admit her. And my wife came. She packed the bags. And we're on our way to the hospital.
hospital. When we got to the hospital, we parked there. But something said to me, she is not going in. Something said yes. By the tradition, tried her best. I got a best advice. But something says she's not going in. Yes, here's a letter written with mission letter. But we, we turned and we said, God, we went back home. And we prayed to there. You know what happened? She did not go there. By next morning, she was praying. What is that? Faith! When it gets hold, it will move mountains. Yes, that mission letter. Jesus Christ can still heal. But there must be something that moves in you. I said, oh God, I preach about this message. But today, I want the written word to be a manifested word. And today, she's well. Amen. Amen. It's not a theory. It's not just to make you clap in church. This is a living thing. If you believe it and yield yourself to it, it will will break every chain. It will break every chain. Do you believe that? It will break every chain. Are you sick this morning? Rise up and say, I know you wrote it. By his strength, we are healed. And this morning, I accept it. You will see that word become in the living world. And disease will leave your body. I'm tired of preaching theory here. I want to speak about God who is on the move. Are you here? I'm tired of just a sermon. I need the way. The sermon is enough. It's good on Sunday. But on Monday morning, when the devil causes a storm, I don't need a sermon. I need the way. Because in the beginning was the way. And the word was with God. And this word has got the overcoming power. Amen. 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 Are you here? Hallelujah. The manifestation of the word of God. Being made manifest is the light of the hour. There, there is what is the evidence of the Holy Spirit. Believe in the word of God when it's made manifest. He was the way it manifested. But some of them denied it. Laughed at it. Made fun of him. Called him fortune teller. Some evil spirit. Hallelujah. There's only one evidence. Is when a man believes. 
the written ways. And when it is vindicated and walk in the light of his day. Hallelujah. Jesus, you know, the written word never divided them in Jerusalem. They could take out the scrolls and say unto us, a child is born. Unto us a son is given. His name shall be a mighty cancer. They can read it in the scroll. But to the day the tree Wise men came. It's quite amazing that during that time, while they were reading the scroll, the three wise men were looking at the second Bible, which is the Zodiac. And, and they saw the sign up there. The heavenly body is coming together and coming, becoming one. And it formed a star. And they followed that star. And the star led them until it led them to the palace of Herod. And when they said we have come to worship the king, when they said we have come to worship the king, look what happened there. Then the the king called the the priest. And then open the scroll. And they read in the scroll. But they did not know what they were reading, reading about. These men were no longer re- re- looking for something that is just written. Let me tell you, say, there are times where you are satisfied by just reading. But there is a time where the situation demands more than what is written. How many know what I'm talking about? There are times a Bible verse blessed you. You even send it to your friends as a text. But there are times where you find yourself in the midst of the storm. You are not looking for a text. You want what is written to be tangible. And by faith, you can make what is written to be tangible. Stay with me. Amen. Now, in the message, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He says, paragraph 10. Paragraph 10. Jesus said, It is written. The word of God. It is written that men shall not live by bread alone. Again, he was tested. And Jesus said, it is written. The third time he was tested. Jesus said, it is written. Is that right? Write it to the word of God. Showing that the weakest Christian can defeat 
Satan. By it is written. If you believe the word of God teaches it. And believe it. And accept it. And hang on to it. God will bring it to pass. Do you get the sequence? If you believe the word of God teaches it. And believe it. And accept it. And hang on to it. God will bring it to pass. Don't you believe that? It is written. Now remember this. That I make this quotation. That the word of God. Will defeat Satan. Any time. Any place. On any condition. The word of God alone. It is written. Will defeat Satan. No matter who he is. What form he comes in, where he is at, it will defeat Satan. Because this is the truth, the written word of God. If the written word can defeat the devil, how much more about the living word? Then the living word has got voltage. I want to stay here on the written word for quite some time. Amen. He says in this message what it takes to overcome all unbelief. Can I just make it one stable here? What it takes to overcome unbelief. Uh, what, yeah, paragraph 10. Paragraph 10. It says, now we believe that God can do things that he has not written in his way. But we like to stay just with what he has written. Then we know we are sure if you stay with what's written in the way. Are we together? Amen. We live in a dangerous time, folks. Where the message is kind of severe attack. There is a, you know, is it Demas? It was Demas. When Paul had six months before he could be beheaded. Demas left him. That spirit, the Demas spirit is, a, is when you leave the messenger of your age. But, but look at what happened there. When, when, when Paul was left in his vulnerable state in a Roman prison, Demas looked at him and said, this man with only one jacket, ah, no, 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 I need to go. And he went. But look at Paul. He writes to Timothy and speaks to Timothy that Timothy must send Luke. I wonder if you were living during the time of Paul. Would you have stayed with the messenger until a messenger could write a personal letter to you in, in his moment of vulnerability? Then he begins to have 
1 Timothy and 2 Timothy. My question would be if you today if we can reverse time and you are during the time of Paul my question to you is would Paul write it to you and address a letter and say because we've got the singleness of mind but I believe today it's happening again with this prophet messenger let me tell you something. People want to leave this prophet. And let me say, they will leave him. But there are others that shall never leave him. Because why? The, this messenger to them, he brought the revealed weight for the hour. Timothy knew they could kill Paul but they would never kill Paul's message. He remained with Paul's message even when Paul was vulnerable. Let me say to you they will attack the prophet. He is a human being. But let me tell you something. What he brought was not part of humanity. What he brought was part of the deity. You know, I was wondering, I say, should we defend the message? But I realized that you shall never defend the message. The message shall defend itself. Are you here in church this morning? This message shall defend itself. Well, ex-message believers are talking about whether he was wrong, whether he was right, whether the prophecy was there or not. I, I listened to an esteemed Pentecostal leader by the name of Paul Keith Davis. Paul Keith Davis says he speaks about a young man that was playing piano for Jeb Cobb. And this young boy, he had a, a pianist that was teaching him for, for several weeks before you could play for Jacob. Now, what happened there? The pianist, I'm told, the, the pianist teacher took a paper that he was teaching him on tore it into pieces and told this young man I think the only thing that you'll ever play is radio not piano but after when he met Jacob four weeks later he was playing for 12,000 people and brother Brenham saw this young boy when he was playing for Jacob and put him to play for him in one of the meetings. 
back. This young man says, as I was playing there, during the service, Brother Brenham came to me. These are not message believers. These are Pentecostal. Brother Brenham came to me and said to me, will you have lunch with me after the service? A young man asked himself, why would this man want to have lunch with me when there are Recognize ministers here. And they went and had lunch. And this young man was excited because he was promoting meetings during that time. He said to Brother Brennan, with the power that I saw, that have been demonstrated in that building, I can make you to fill up the stadium. When this young man was telling Paul Keith Davis, they were in the same building where Brother Brenham had meetings. The young man said to him, only if the walls can talk and talk about things that happened here. And he said, when I said to Brother Brenham, we can make up the stadium to be filled up. He says, Brother Brenham, dropped his head. And he said, is there something wrong, Brother Brenham? And the young man was persisting. And Brother Brenham said to the young man, my time is up. I'm about to go at any time. Hallelujah. And the young man said to him, but you are only 50. Late 50s. Brother Brenham said, God is finished with me. But they will rise up. They will rise up. Men. That will come with sound teaching. And they will take off where I left. This is a Pentecostal speaking. And this morning I want to say, what Brother Brenham spoke to that young man. We are the fulfillment of that. And hear me out here. I'm, saying, I'm not saying we are the fulfillment of that just because we read quotations. No, sir. It is higher than knowing quotations. Because what the quotations spoke about, we have become the embodiment of that. What Brother Bram spoke about is now living in 2016. And we are the fulfillment of that. It confuses the devil, folks. The devil thought you will stop the message. But the message is moving. It's multiplying. The more it criticizes, the more it multiplies. Why? It's the fulfillment of the scripture. The word of God. The word of God shall never return to him void. But it shall accomplish what it was sent for. And in 2016, I'm here to report the word has accomplished what it was sent for. And what is the evidence? The evidence is not a spoken word. The evidence is you this morning having the life of Jesus Christ. You are the evidence this morning. The brother Abraham is not a false prophet. You are the evidence this morning. That Malachi 4 is fulfilled. You are the evidence this morning. 
Brother Branham in the message. Three kinds of believers. He comes down, he speaks about a believer. He speaks about a make believer. And speaks about an unbeliever. And say there is your three classes. But I want to zoom in on an unbeliever. Paragraph 190. Paragraph one nineteen. The old unbeliever will walk out. On the first thing that said. There are many things that can make you live. There are many things that you can complain about. Amen. If you are petty, you can just say in this church they sing too much English. And if you are English, you can say they sing too much of Zulu. I'm done, I'm leaving. No one can stop you. The old unbeliever will walk out on the first thing that said he doesn't like Brother, he's going to throw his colors right there. He's an unbeliever. Paul said, they went out from us because they were not, they wasn't of us in the beginning. They started with us. Oh, you did run well. What hindered you? See, they went out because they wasn't of us. When they see the way perfectly moving on, they wanted to get some kind of a gimmick they could work on. Hallelujah. But the real believers do not question a thing. It's written in the weight and they believe it. They just go on with it. That's it. It's written. If it is written, you just stay away from it. No matter what happens. It's got to be written. They see that written word. They believe it. They see God moving in his way, which is the message of the hour. They walk with it. Those are the believers. Hallelujah. Those that will never leave the message. Hallelujah. Let me just continue here. When Brother Brenham, Brenham, and I want to emphasize, if it's not written, stay away from it. Hallelujah. If the prophet never said it, stay away from it. Are we together? Amen. Amen. 
Now I want to say here. You know, Brother Brennan, when he speaks about the sales, how it was a book that had seven sales on the back side of it. Brother Brennan makes something striking here. While well, I emphasize on the written word. He says in this message, he says, then back there, I think his name is, it says, is this the time? Paragraph 83. Paragraph 83. Then the back out there, at the beginning of the seven cells, when those seven cells came down in that pyramid form, and stood there and told me to return back here and speak on those seven cells, you would be with me. He showed me what they were. The lost things. I always thought it was sealed on the back of the book. It would be something not written in the book. But it turned out that it was made known that he cannot do that. It's something that that's, it's something that's written in the book. It's something that's been hidden in the book. For whosoever shall uh, take one word from it or add one word to it. The prophet speaks about that scripture. So all these uh, uh, mystery truths that we reveal. It's not an addition to this. Hallelujah. It's already in there, but it is hidden. It is here to reveal what is already written. Because if it is an addition, then it will be against the scripture. And the scriptures must have consistency. The scriptures must dovetail. That's why today, anything that comes, it must pass the written way test. Are you, are you here with me? Brother Brenham continues. In the message, the anointed ones at the end time. Paragraph 91. I don't care how real it sounds. How much they try to impersonate. It's a lie. If it's contrary to God's weight of this hour. That's exactly you say, well, ours, well, we did this. We do this. And our church is this way and that way. I don't care what it is. If it's contrary to the written word for this hour. What is the written word for this hour? It is the message of the hour. And we mean with the message. You don't take one quotation and run. The scriptures say in the mouth of two or three witnesses, let my word be established. A quotation, even it must have consistency. The way the prophet messenger spoke about it in the beginning, it must be the way he spoke about it in the middle. It must be the way 
he spoke about it until he went home. Are we together? Branham was an honest man. He says in the message the ten visions. The Holy Ghost rider. That kept on conquering. It was the Holy Ghost. But when the seals were open, the prophet messenger comes and says, I did not see right. But he revealed it to me. That is not the Holy Ghost. That is the Antichrist. And stay with me here. If the prophet makes a mistake, God will correct the mistake. Not through Brother Madiba. Not through Brother Moho. But he will correct the mistake of that prophet through the same prophet. Are we together? The prophet, if the prophet made a mistake, he's not waiting for somebody after he's gone to say when he said this, he didn't mean that. He meant that. Brother Branham, God wanted to make sure that the tapes that we've got, they are not conflicting one another. That's why when the prophet was wrong, God will come through the prophet and the prophet will come to us and say I was wrong there. The only way that we know he was wrong is when he himself tells us that I was wrong. Not another brother. I want to say we will stay with this message. We will not add to this message. This message has got enough voltage for the rapture. I want to say to you, especially young one, as you are busy on Google, I want to drive it to you. There was the word before there was Google. Because the scripture says, in the beginning was the word, not Google. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God, and Google is not God, and the word was made flesh. Google was never made flesh. Today, the answer for the bride is not Google, but it is the written word for the hour. Are you here this morning? We live in a time where young people, they think they can go and search on the internet. Let me tell you something. The internet is controlled by human beings. There is diverse thoughts behind internet.
Are we together? You look at people like John. Job. Job. That lived during the time when there was no written words. They were looking there in the zodiac. Job is the oldest Bible book in the Bible. Job, when he lived, he never knew that there was Abraham. First believer. With no written word. But his Bible was there as the zodiac. And the, and the table came and caused a storm and Job was isolated no scripture no song no church but he stood and looked there and until such time Job says something very striking only if I knew where he stayed I would go there and knock on his office and plead my case to him. And Job was there. It looked like he was murmuring. But one day God came and spoke to Job and said, stand up, Job. Get yourself stand up and speak like a man. Where were you when the sons of God shouted for joy? Where were you when the man of stars sang? That, that's that, that uh, saying, it was not because God wanted to undermine Job. Because let me say this, God will never address you at the level at you are at. He will always address you to the level where you need to get to. And that's where the confusion comes. You, a lot of times, as believers, when you come across problems, you want God to come into your problems. No, God doesn't want to come into your problems. He wants you to get out of your problems. That's why the scriptures say, come up here. And this morning, God was not looking at Job and sympathizing with him. But he took him back and showed him his origin and said, where were you? Because why? He knew that in Job, there was a part in Job if Job could have tapped into that part, if Job could come in contact with that part, there was a dangerous spot in Job. Things were falling apart. But there was something in power. There was a hidden power in Job. There was something that the devil would never touch. And when God asked him, he wanted to bring him to a realization. I said, oh, there was a time when the morning star sang. There was a time when the sons of God shouted. There was a part in Job that could say to God, I was there. And this morning I want to say, before the planets, before the moon, before the atoms, before the molecules, before Time, before diseases, before conditions, where were you? And there is a part in you. There is a part in you that can respond. And say, Brother Mariba, I was there. This morning I want to ask, where were you? When God 
Let himself chose the believers in Christ before the foundation of the world. You were there before your problem. You were there before your diseases. You were there before whatever condition. You may be unemployed to this morning. But where were you before there was an employer? There was a part in you that can say I was there. Where were you when God said let's make man in our image? There is a part in you that can say I was there. Where were you when the word was with God? Where were you when the word was called? And I want to say to you, he became me so that I can become him. I've always been part of him. I've always been part of him. When the word was with God, I was there. When the word was called, I was there. When the word was made flesh, I was there. When the word was crucified, I was there. And this morning, I can change it and say in the beginning was Brother Madiba and Brother Madiba was with God and Brother Madiba was God because he's part of God. This morning you can say that about yourself. In the beginning was Mary. Mary was with God and Mary was called. You can say that in the beginning was Timothy. Timothy was with God and Timothy was called. In the beginning was Musizi. Musizi was with God. Musizi was called. In the beginning was Brother Malulek. He was with God. He was called. This morning know who you are. Amen. Amen. Folks, we are not ordinary believers. We are not just, this is not a normal church Sunday. We are the manifested word for the hour. The table has got a challenge for the hour. And the message of the hour will give you the faith that is required for the hour. You can never find the table with Moses' message. You need your message. Recognize your day and its message. There is a messenger on the land. A dedicated prophet. And anyone that comes under that ministry. They've got a right to every redemptive blessing. Do you know what the right is? It's an entitlement. It's yours for the claiming. This morning I want to say every redemptive blessing it is mine. Are you here? Can we say it? Joy is mine. Victory is mine. Eternal life is mine. Are you here? Rapture is mine. Resurrection is mine. You can keep on claiming because it is yours. The devil has got no legal right. I'm waiting for the believers to rise up and say, David, that's my blessing. It has my name. Let it come. Amen. 
And the prophet says, and this message, unbelief does not hinder God. Unbelief does not hinder God. Isn't that a beautiful title? Unbelief doesn't hinder God. If it's meant to be, it shall be. And if it's never meant to be, it shall not be. Some of us, these blessings, we didn't ask for them. They just come. Because God looks at his balance Blessing bank. And just see that it's resting in Togozis. It must go, he must withdraw it. And even if the devil hates it, he can never stop a blessing. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And it's in paragraph 27. Paragraph 27. If we should have. Any revelation that should be presented to us that's contrary to the written way, then we should never receive it. Because that's exactly what Satan did to Eve. She had the word. She had the way, but she was hunting for some new light. And Satan saw to eat that she got it. So we never want to add anything to the way or take anything from the way. But just leave it the way it is. Stay with the way and stay away from anything that is contrary to the way. Are we together? And Jesus said to them, search the scriptures. And when they saw he could discern the thoughts that were in their minds, they called him Belizebub. He said, search the scriptures. They are the ones that testify of him. The continuity of the scriptures running perfectly with the sign of the time. He was God's sign of the time. He was the manifestation of the written word and also could foretell what would happen. And they could not deny it. He was the super sign of the day. He certainly was. Hallelujah. And even you today, you are the written word for the hour. After the resurrection, we see Jesus walking with the two disciples Emmaus. Look at the written words. As he was walking with them, he found them, found them despondent. And they walking there. And as they were walking, he joined them along. And we want to hear their story and ask them what happened. They say, ah, 
Have you not been around? This thing is known by everyone. And as they were walking, he began to speak to them about what Moses spoke. He brought a verse and a verse after the verse. Scripture after the scripture. But still they did not know him. Even though he spoke about himself in a written weight form. But towards the evening time, as they were about to enter in, and as he was about to drift off, they invited him in. And when he get into the house, and as they began to eat there, he blessed the bread. But as he was there, and began to break the bread, the manner in which he broke the bread, they looked at that and realized, this is this man, he's not just a stranger, there's only one man that can break the bread in this man. And when they broke that bread in that man, their eyes were open. And now, because they had heard about the written word, now when they look at the living word, and their eyes were open, then they knew it was him. This morning, I wish we have read the scriptures. We have read quotations, but that is not the end of it. Must be a way that he breaks the parents. Where you yourself in your seat, there could be a realization. There's only one that can break the bread in this man. I've heard about the written way. I've read about the Bible. But today I see something that is moving out of the pages of the Bible. The written way is now becoming the living way. The living way. We'll defeat the table anyway. Are we together this morning? You know, in in theological cycles, they normally speak about Rema and Logos. Amen. The logos, the rema is just the speech. But the logos is the essence of the thought. Have you ever, I was in Venda some years back. And I was lodged into a house. The, the the family members. No one knew Pedi because I speak Pedi. No one knew English. They only knew Venda. And I was stuck with them almost for two days. Can you imagine? If I need water. I've got to struggle. How do I tell them that I need it? I remember there was a time. I don't know what I wanted to tell them about. But I did not have any uh, sign language means to tell them. And I was with that gogo. And I was doing some signs. The more I made signs, the more she was confused. 
made more signs. The more she was confused. Until such time where she looked at me and I saw her smiling. And I realized, although I could not speak it verbally, she grasped the essence of my thoughts. I saw her smiling and going to fetch what I had required. Without me speaking it, it reminds me, my brother, that as Brother Brandon preached this message, there was a time when we couldn't understand, but we grasped the mind of God behind him. And we began to smile because we could identify with the logos because the logos is a thought expressed. We connected with the logos and we began to smile. Are you here in this building? I've seen that happening many a times. There was a time where we went, I think there were two grandmothers. Hallelujah. And we were there to testify they were in the late 90s. In the rural area. And when we were speaking about the scripture, and, and they could not understand it. But the more we explained, the more it looked like we couldn't find them. And now, another gogo, as we're pro- progressing, all of a sudden, she smiles and says, I get it. And when we asked her, what do you get? She couldn't explain it. But she knew that I've got something that I cannot explain. And this thing that I've got is higher than anything that I've ever been exposed to. That's what the word will do to you, my brother. Amen. Amen. And the prophet says, when he speaks about Moses, the message, the unveiling of God, the unveiling of God, it says, the word had to come from Moses. That's the chart of authority. The word had to come from Moses first. Moses had the word. They were written by God. I like it how he pluralized it. They were written by God. Nobody could interpret them. Moses had to interpret them. First. Now he speaks about the seals if you read between the lines. That's the reason he veiled his face. Here it is. We could we could pick it up. Pack it up and everything else. But it's got to be revealed. In order to reveal, Moses had to become God to the people. And that chokes you. Hallelujah. Amen. When Moses went before Pharaoh, when people had gifts, 
that they had to come and present into the palace representatives of different kingdoms. But here's Moses with the rod. The only gift that he had for Pharaoh. Let my people go. And he stood in front of Pharaoh and said, let my people go. And Pharaoh looked at him and said, not in a million chairs. Look at how the weight that has become the spoken weight and now tends to become the judging way. And Moses said, because you have tried, said, refused. And he took his rod, threw it down on the ground. Pharaoh looked around and called the three men and said, come and show him that this is a cheap magician here. Magic here. They dropped their rods Hallelujah. After it happened, their rods turned into snakes, serpents as well. But Moses once swallowed them. In the beginning of Moses' ministry, whatever he did, they impersonated. But the more the ministry progressed, now we realize there are certain things that could not be impersonated. Hallelujah. The Moses spoken way could not be impersonated. When Brother Brenham started, there were things that people could impersonate. If he laid hands on the sick, they laid hands on the sick. If he prophesied, they prophesied. But he came to a level that where they could not impersonate. And this morning I want to say the devil will never impersonate the literal life of Jesus Christ. And when the written word becomes the living word, then you see Jesus Christ being reproduced in human flesh again in 2016. And this morning I want to say to you, this message did not come so that we can have big churches. This message did not come so that others we can come here every Sunday and speak to you. This message did not come to build a denomination. This message is not here to build an organization. But this message came specifically that a human being who has fallen can realize that he has been redeemed and his relationship with God be restored. And the God that he worships comes and takes residency into the worshipers. This is the ultimate and the pinnacle of this ministry. And if you have not reached to those heights, this morning I urge you to arise and come to those heights. Don't represent my ideology as a pastor. 
That is not the purpose of this message. This message and the reason the seals were opened is because it had every redemptive blessings for us. That means what can never be accessed. This morning can be accessed. This morning a human being that had no power God has taken residence in that human being. And the same God that wrote the Bible is now in a believer beginning to speak and make declaration. You know a message believer can realize who he is. The devil is in trouble. Why? You've got power to bring the devil under subjection. Why do you have power? Because the very power that created the universe has now been embodied in you. Do you realize who you are this morning? Can you see yourself the way God sees yourself? A lot of times we look at ourselves the way the devil looks at us and we become sorrowful. But this morning let us take the devil's practicals and let us put God's practicals and look at ourselves and we will realize we are the manifested word for the hour. And if we are the manifested word for the hour, the devil is not above us, but the devil is right on our feet. This morning, you may say I'm the weakest of the weakest, but I want to say, if you see yourself in the scripture, the devil is right under your feet. But the devil, the problem, we are too apologetic. We have relied on what people said about us. What the people thought about us. It has nothing to do with who thought what. It has to do with what he himself thought. When he looks at you, he sees a modern conqueror. Why don't you act like God? And walk like God. And speak like God and think it not robbery to be equal with God. That's your, that's your entitlement because he became you so that you can become him. Why this morning are you apologetic to be like him, to walk like him, to speak like him and when we believe up comes into that realm you will see an authoritative believer. Have you ever met an authoritative believer. When they speak, the devil is obligated to respect them. Have you ever seen when young men are busy talking? Amen. Maybe they talk about, you must remember, all of us, we are doctors. Amen. Amen. If we start speaking about diseases, yeah, you see, when you see this symptom, you can do this and that. Amen. 
But when a real doctor walks into the room, and we know that the real doctor is around, <laughs> and he, the one that was speaking a lot <laughs> and explaining things, <laughs> hey, you were still saying, <laughs> then he looks around <laughs> and says, why don't we ask him? <laughs> because well, the real one is around. <laughs> Have you ever seen people <laughs> checking about the table? <laughs> Even the devil listens. <laughs> and smiles and nods his head. <laughs> but when the believer walks in, <laughs> you find the devil at the corner <laughs> trembling. <laughs> because why? Somebody <laughs> who God has made him the address <laughs> and where he stays is <laughs> right in the building <laughs> and the devil must cut her away. Amen. You get it this morning. <laughs> As we stand up, God bless you. You know, Brasbo, I don't know what song have you got in your heart. What is this song? Maybe say, I bless your name. I bless your name. How many love him this morning? How many are overcomers? You had much better behave like one. Ignore the symptoms. Ignore the condition. Concentrate on your confession. The more you concentrate on your confession, everything comes under the subjection of your confession. I bless your name. Thank you, Father.
so that we can see our position, Heavenly Father, to clearly stand, Heavenly Father, and not listen, Heavenly Father, to the devil, Heavenly Father, from this written word, Heavenly Father, to this spiritual revealed word, Heavenly Father. Mm. Heavenly Father, let it as it is now, Heavenly Father, become a living word, Heavenly Father, mm. so that we can tell this devil, Heavenly Father, to say, devil, you are the liar. Devil, heaven, you don't have any power over us, Heavenly Father. We will continue to be victorious over yes. you, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, let us not get intimidated by his tricks, Heavenly Father. We know and we were there when we beheld him, Heavenly Father, when he has fallen from heaven, Heavenly Father. We were in God's mind, Heavenly Father. That's why we can say, Heavenly Father, we are your children, Heavenly Father. We are victorious, Heavenly Father. Thank you for this way that you have brought, Heavenly Father. You know, Heavenly Father, really, it was just beyond the man, Heavenly Father, mm. to bring such the bright way to Heavenly Father. Mm. Heavenly Father, you have talked through our past, Heavenly Father. Continue, Heavenly Father, to bless him, Heavenly Father. Continue to grow him in this ministry, Heavenly Father, mm. so that he can just stay with this word, Heavenly Amen. Father, so that we are able to get fed, Heavenly Father, from him, Heavenly Father. Mm. Bless him, Heavenly Father. Bless Heavenly Father, whatever that is doing, Heavenly Father. Mm. We know, Heavenly Father, when the devil attacks, Heavenly Father, this is where he right starts, Heavenly mm. Father. So give him that power to stand, Heavenly Father. Yes. Bless us as the church, Heavenly Father, so that we can just look, Heavenly Father, unto Jesus, Heavenly yes. Father, our Christ, our Savior, Heavenly mm. Father, the hope of glory, Heavenly Father. That's why we can say, Heavenly Father, we'll stand by this message, Heavenly Father. We will believe you, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Heavenly Father through the prophet that has brought this message, Heavenly Father. Thank you, Malachi, for Heavenly yes. Father. Heavenly Father, it is just by grace, Heavenly Father. Hallelujah. We were sinners, we were unworthy, Heavenly Father. Mm. But Heavenly Father, through Thank thy you. grace, Heavenly Father, thanks, Heavenly Father, the Calvary, Heavenly Father. That's why everything it was done, Heavenly Father. As we are going to depart, we say, be with us in our way, Heavenly Father. Bless our families, Heavenly Father. Bless our plans, Heavenly yes. Father. You know, Heavenly Father, what is happening with them, Heavenly Father. We say, continue to provide, Heavenly Father, victory. Continue to provide answers, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, our children, Heavenly Father, we also, Heavenly Father, pray for them. Heavenly yes. Father. We know, Heavenly Father, we are living in this age whereby the devil, Heavenly Father, is attacking the schools, Heavenly Father. That's why we can say, protect them, Heavenly yes. Father. Be with them, Heavenly Father, as we commit everything to you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. God bless you. There's one more before we go.
María. 